Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing The Punisher, Season 2, Episode 11, The Abyss. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeffrey Randall. So this was a pretty rad episode. This um, episode freaking killed it. Yeah. Oh, man. The, there's definitely some great emotional stuff happening in this episode. I ah, This season gets better and better. It gets better and better. Uh, let's dive in. Spoiler alert. Episode 11, season 2 of The Punisher. Spoiler alert. Uh, Castle's in the back of an ambulance with Mahoney at the wheel. Like, wh- what? And he says to Madonna, like, you're not the only one that gets to be crazy. Yeah. What are you doing, Brett? What are you doing? Man, yeah, that, that was a really rad ending. One thing I did not like about this episode um, that kind of takes away a little bit of the masterpiece of the previous episode. The previous episode, episode 10 was still, like, just one of my favorite episodes of anything ever. And yet another tick against it, he didn't actually kill the women. Yeah. I, like, not that... I want Punisher killing women, uh, like, like innocent bystander women. I really don't. What I did like was the idea that Punisher was actually going to have to deal with consequences of his actions. Yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen him deal with that a little bit longer than, you know, the next episode. Right. Well, I would have liked to see him actually have consequences and him have to actually wrestle with the morality of his actions, like the real nuts and bolts of how this works. And then maybe he goes, I'm still the Punisher. This is still who I am, but I've got to be more careful. Like I, I, I am, I, I became the monster by not by going after Billy and I, I got to go after him in a way that's, you know, whatever. <sighs> I don't know. But then again, maybe he never could have gotten over that. Or maybe it's just something that he has to deal with. The, the, like actual guilt over con consequences that he caused you know yep yeah anyway, I, um, I didn't like that i mean if he had dealt with it a bit longer if he had had to sit with it i mean think about how long he's held on to the guilt over his family like he's not one to let go sure sure but i, I don't does he obviously he has guilt his he, his guilt over his family is more survivor's guilt like, he doesn't blame himself, necessarily. Sure, it's, like, stuff in his life that got them killed. But, like, he blames other people, clearly. Um, <laughs> like, this was him having to deal with he did a bad thing. He became the monster. He may have guilt over surviving. He may have guilt over allowing them to die. But he doesn't have guilt that he caused their death, really. Um, he clearly holds a lot of people responsible and, and continues to. Yeah. He feels guilty for not knowing sooner that, it, you know, all the bad shit was coming down. Sure, like, sure, sure. He feels like he should have known because, you know, it's his, it was the stuff from in his life that, that caused it all. So, Absolutely. like, he should have seen it coming behind him. He just didn't look back. Yeah, he should have. And he, he I'm sure he has regrets, but this would yep. have been a new level and I kind of wish, because I feel like even still, it just kind of forgives the whole situation. It kind of takes away. It also makes me think that Billy's kind of a dummy, because the whole point was <laughs> he wanted to leave Punisher in a hospital bed believing he had done a horrible thing. 
and maybe maybe his expectation was that people were just going to show up and kill him. We don't even know that he knows about the five million dollar bounty. Um, maybe his expectation, maybe if he knows about that, he just expected like basically that cop to be able to kill him. But then Karen and Amy and Madani all step in. Clearly, Billy should have known that eventually Punisher would not have fallen for this. Like it's he didn't even try. To, to to shoot them at the right angle or whatever. I feel like those are things Billy would have known. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, you can say, like, hindsight, that Billy should have shot them at a different angle and that, you know, he would have known to do it differently. But, like, to ensure that they were going to be dead when Frank found them and it looked like Frank did it, they, like, he had to... He had to be certain. He had to have them in a in a particular way. Um, yeah, it's also not clear uh, when he shot them. Are we supposed to believe right. that he like ran up there, shot them at the exact moment Punisher was firing? No, no. I think what what occurred is that he shot them while they were setting up uh, the during the night where uh, Frank and Curtis were just staking them out. From yeah, the rooftop, but then that gives me a whole other problem with this plan. I don't see a way he could have left these dead women strewn across the floor without all of his soldiers knowing it, and I don't see why they would think he was doing that, except that he knew, they knew he was sending them to their deaths. Hmm. Like I feel like this is a convenient plot way of getting him out of out of like. Uh, out of consequences. Yeah, out of consequences. And out of, like, kind of character jail. Like, we all are looking at him like, yeah, Punisher. Like, it's not like we as viewers don't know that he is doing things that could have negative consequences. I, I, we all know that Punisher has some negatives. And, like, the the interesting thing was that he was about to have to deal Come with face those. face to face with it. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and that this show is so good at making things face themselves like that. Uh, that I'm disappointed that they let him off the hook. And in a way that kind of breaks the plot, because if he, how did, uh, yeah, I just don't understand how Billy gunned down that group of women without the rest of the crew going, hey, Billy, I understand this whole plan to take him out and beat up the Punisher. That all sounds great. But why did we just kill those women? <laughs> like that part didn't make sense to me unless your plan is for us all to die. Is that the plan? Cause may, I have some, I have further questions. I have some issues with this plan. Uh, kind of the foundation of it, uh, really the lead up and all of it in general where I end up not alive. Yeah. I really prefer to end up alive at the end of this plan. Um, instead of like, I don't, I don't think we should all die for your vengeance plan, right? <laughs> like, it's okay. It's one thing to be like, we all stand together. We're all going to get revenge together. It's another thing to say we're all going to die. This plan it clearly leads to our deaths, and we all choose to go through with it. Well, Billy, this sounds like a really great plan. Uh, I hope that at the end of it, you feel satisfied, and that my sacrifice was worth it. Yeah. So, so, so I, I feel like that kind of breaks a little bit of the plot for me. Um, so maybe there's a way to head cannon around it. It's possible that he shot them in that moment. Like maybe he went upstairs, had the girls hiding out. But then even that doesn't make sense. Like if he knows the Punisher's coming and all of his men know the Punisher's coming, 
then the women are up there. They're either dead or dead or alive. They're Schrodinger's women. <laughs> I, we're we're led to believe that they were dead before Frank even entered the facility. Right. Because so, Billy had time to collect the bullet casings. And, that's right. Oh, that's right. That I forgot. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. So it's definitely that he shot them earlier. We just yeah. don't really. Uh, I don't see what he told his men and why that made sense to them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, the, uh, Brett was saying, Mahoney was saying that uh, they found rubber bullets. And rock and, salt. Yeah. And rock salt. But that was, that was downstairs where they were shooting the Punisher. I don't know. I, I don't know what the plan is there. It's like, all right, he's going to come in with a live fire weapon, like shooting actual rounds. But we are going to use rubber bullets. Well, and they, th- I mean, that part of the plan worked. So, so clearly we saw how that worked. I mean... What worked was the strobe light and like disorienting Frank. Yeah. Well, the, the whole idea was they'd used all of that. Pl- that was all part of the plan together. Like all that plan. That plan seemed to go of off fine. Um, but it just it just sucks that this episode tears apart some of the fabric of the previous episode that was so wonderful. Well, this episode had some wonderfulness in and of itself. Oh, for sure. I love everything between Karen and Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, well, there were so many, like, character breakdowns, and, and they had to, like, deconstruct themselves and examine, like, what motivates them. Like, right at the beginning, I mean, other than, you know, the, the ambulance scene, we had Curtis walking in to the, to the trailer with Amy and, like, having to deal with the fact that he just killed a man. He held a man dying in his arms from a bullet that he put in him. Yeah. That was rough. We talked about it last episode, but that was... Yep. That we definitely called that he was he's he's torn up about it. He's, 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 his character is torn down, and Frank's clearly torn down. Like they both, we talk all the time about how far you're willing to go, where you fall on the spectrum of kind of like purity and righteousness in this episode in this show. Yeah, and both Punisher and um, Curtis both move down. <laughs> down the line further than they're comfortable. <laughs> they both crossed lines. Like obviously Curtis didn't cross as far as the Punisher, and, but they both like crossed lines that put, made them question who they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, Frank thought that he crossed the line. Curtis actually did cross that line. I hate that Curtis is having to deal with these consequences and Punisher has done so many worse things. Right. And like actively torturing a man yeah. to get information out of him. And Punisher is still not having to question his own reality. That, like, kind of pisses me off. Uh, <laughs> as much as I love this show, and I think this show has been wonderful, um, it kind of feels like a cop-out to not have Castle actually go through the questioning process of his own methods. It's, uh, it's a real bummer for me. But the thing that was not a bummer, well, it was, but it was one of the best pieces of acting, is Karen trying to convince Frank to love again. Yeah, God, that conversation. Oh, and he's just like, I don't want to. That was the most heartbreaking God. thing. I don't want to. Oh, my God, the tears just build up. and oh. The way he delivers that line and the way he just sort of throws it away. And they always talk about that in acting. Yeah, just throw it out there. Throw it away. Uh, that line is not delivered with any weight, and it has the most weight. I don't yeah. want to. It's just like he doesn't have an argument anymore. It's just 
I don't want to. I choose not to move forward with my life. I choose to stay the punisher. I choose to live in this hatred. He, and that's that's why he still thinks he's done a horrible thing. Now he just he's just punishing himself. I, I just I really liked that they were driving that home and he's having to face this and now they've taken that away. I'm a little pissed at him for that. Um <laughs> I'm pissed at him for putting 24 hours earlier. And I'm pissed at him for <laughs> There's so many beautiful things about these last two episodes, and uh, that those two things bother me. Uh, we get Dumont's backstory, how she got those. We see how she got those scars. Yes, uh, that that was tragic. Good lord! Hey, by the way, called it, and I don't know that I want to be proud no, of that. Yeah, no, yeah, you totally called it. That someone threw called it. it that she got thrown out of a window, well, but not thrown. thrown. She got jumped out of a window. Jumped out of the window with someone else holding oh. her arms. That was so tragic. Good lord! Just finding out that KM was her father—that was already tragic. But then finding out what exactly happened to her to cause. Uh, these wounds that we've been seeing since like episode three. Um, yeah, it's, it's really, really uh, a really sad story that just brings her humanity to the forefront, even though she is responsible for the deaths of these women, you know? Yeah. It's and rough. she keeps justifying it. She's got this like this disconnect in her mind of like, oh, well, I didn't kill them or. You know, I, I oh, sent no, no. them to their death sort of She says for you. did it for you. She, she's like, I did that, but I did it for you. you don't blame me for yeah. that. I did it because I love you. I did it to save you. I did, I did it to save you. Yeah. So for some reason, he is more valuable than they are, you know? Um, to, to, which, you know, she's in love with him. And so he is, he is more important than anyone else. I think that's like a signifier of toxic love in a way when you love someone else, uh, and you're like, just f- screw everyone else. <laughs> when you love someone and like more than other human life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's the problem with Fisk. Um, in some ways it's the problem with Punisher. <laughs> Um, he loved his family so much that he has pretty much lost all interest in the value of human life. Yeah, but, you know, he's got that code, right? Yeah, but he doesn't even seem to be able to express it well. And that's what I was excited about, is he was finally going to have to clarify what his code meant. Yeah, and, like, how he views his code. Because, like, everybody else sees it. Everybody else is like, oh, okay, he doesn't hurt women or children or innocent people. Like, you know, those people... They're good as long as, you know, they stay out of the way. Punisher's yeah. not going to hurt them. I really like that they clarified a couple episodes ago the idea that Punisher really feels responsible for commit. He like, like he, he feels responsible that he needs to commit these murders in the same way that Spider-Man feels like using his powers. Like he needs to go murder people so more people don't get hurt. So innocents right. don't die. He tries to protect the innocent. And that is valiant. Uh, it's just your methods can lead to other people getting hurt in the crossfire, especially in this moment. This is obviously a bad moment. Billy, Billy, Billy pulls him into it, but he fires into a room full of women. Uh, they're dead before he gets there, but he still did it. That he should still have to stop and question himself because that could have happened, you know? Yeah. And I feel like they just yeah. gave him a get out of, get out of moral consequences free card and let, are letting him walk. Yeah, or and, letting him ride in Mahoney's ambulance. <laughs> well, 
well, he was kind of staggering on Madani, and then he transferred to riding in the ambulance. We're going to see how that plays out. Pretty excited about it. Man. Uh, and he, one of the things, though, that like that still draws the emotional weight is that Frank was saying, I didn't care. Like, I didn't care. I would have killed anybody that got in the way at all in that yeah. moment. I agree. And I want him. I, maybe they will. Maybe there's still room for this. Yeah. He, like, there's still room with that. With that phrasing, he can still hang on to that. Like, I've got to I've got to be more clear headed about this and and, you know take Billy out in a way that doesn't involve an entire room full of defenseless women to just die. Sure. I, I hope that's the case, but uh, I fear that uh, because of the way they treated him in this episode, like he was in bed, he was refusing to get up. He was going to let that cop kill him. Yeah. And then uh, because he's no longer viewing himself as this righteous avenging angel that he's always viewed himself as, um, who protects the innocents? He was viewing. He's now viewing himself as a, just another monster who deserves it. And, yeah. and then, in the moment they told him he God. wasn't, he wasn't the monster, as as they say, basically, like he, he wasn't. You're not the monster. You never were. Yeah, you didn't kill them. They were already dead. He's like, get me out of this bed. Like, unlock me. It's yeah. like he he suddenly thinks he's okay, and I don't think he's any more okay than he was right before he heard that phrase. You know. Yeah, I don't think that he's okay. He's pissed off. Sure. He's like, these these people, these innocent people, got put into this shitty situation where they got killed because Billy Russo is a piece of shit, and I need, I have to solve this problem. Yeah. Yeah. Get me out of this bed. Yeah. How good a twist was it to know where Karen's shoes went? Um, I actually kind of hated that. Really? <laughs> it felt a little kink shamey to me. It felt a little <laughs> like, let's laugh at the guy who likes women's shoes, which, like, okay, so you like women's shoes. Uh, he, he doesn't say what it is. There's obviously a little shame around it, the way they treat it. But then he's, like, walking through his workplace in them. Yep. It just felt a little weird. It did not feel very cohesive. Like, I somehow I knew by the way they were treating that scene it was going to be a foot fetish thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, what's gonna happen? And then he gets the shoes, and I was like, it just you know you can buy women's shoes. Like it's 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 not it's a, it's not that big deal, man. Do do you do you? You strut. maybe maybe it's that he wants to wear shoes that have been worn by pretty women. Sure, I'm sure you can buy that too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the internet is vast. <laughs> There's probably a vending machine for that in Japan. That's, that is fair. That is fair. That is a fair cultural criticism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just teasing. So, Matt, before we before we go, the one last thing that we really, really, really need to talk about. Sure. We have not talked about John Pilgrim. We have not talked about John Pilgrim. John Pilgrim made me nervous, and I think very intentionally made me nervous when he was in the room with that woman. I yes. thought he was just going to murder her. I, yes! And, yeah! And, and that's the thing. is like they keep cutting between him and her, and him and her talking, and then him destroying the hotel room. And that entire time, I kept thinking, like, oh, he has, he has the power in this situation. That woman needs to back off. And then it was right. her last words to him. Uh, she says, and 
John, we will treat him, we will treat your child uh, just like ours, uh, basically as long as you complete this mission. And you realize that she is, she is threatening his children. Yeah. And the, like when he, when he says to her, like using my boys to test my loyalty, is that what God's doing right now? Like you can tell, you can tell he's just fed up with it. Oh, for sure, for sure. He's, he's just absolutely done. He's done. He he, he doesn't uh, he doesn't be- he's losing the belief in these people, if not God, God Himself. Like the the entire he's he's falling apart. His faith is falling apart. These and these people are holding this over him. Yeah, and then uh, think about what he's going to have to deal with because. His wife passed peacefully in the night, but that was also the time frame where he was falling back into that old lifestyle, and he said, she pulled me back. She got me out. Yeah. She's the one, like, she was here last night. Mm-hmm. Ah, and that, that kind of guilt, where he's going to be like, maybe if I hadn't been doing these bad things, then she wouldn't have been pulled from her body to come and save me. Maybe she would still be there. Mm, that's interesting. I, I was, I was thinking he's, he's saying, you know, she pulled me out. She pulled me out. Like she doesn't exist anymore to pull him out. You know, like yeah, she's yeah. gone. She's her, her life is over and she's not around to pull him out anymore. And they do, they show that scene from earlier where he tells her of his past and, and asked her to marry him. And that was his big moment of, you know, that's when he decided to change. He changed for her. Uh, and then these people used his past against him and used his abilities for their own ends. Even though he repeatedly told them, like, New York is a bad place. It's a, it's a you know, unclean place. It's going to be hard to resist the temptation to do bad things. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I don't care. You know, <laughs> like... That's not my problem because I need to make sure that this, you know, gets taken care of. Um, yep, absolutely. And then she's blaming Frank. She's like, it's Castle's fault that you weren't home when your wife died. Yeah. Uh, just don't like this lady. Oh, no, she's <laughs> rough. She's awful. Um, all right. Okay. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com. MCUcast on all the socials. Call us at 573-CAST-MCU if you want to leave us a voicemail. Or go to Patreon and support the cast. Uh, and we're almost done with these casts, but uh, we'll be up. We'll have all of our episodes up real soon uh, over on patreon.com slash mcucast. Support the cast. Get early and ad-free access to all the episodes. Peace. Until next time, true believers. True believers.